0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first annual What Do You Say Anime Awards. Throughout 2019 we have been treated to some great seasonal content and to recap the year as a whole, the crew over here at What Do You Say Anime has compiled our list of the very best of the year. Thanks to our community for voting on shows that were nominated in each of the categories. We had just under 100 responses so we ended up having a very nice array of responses. For each category we will have a runner-up and an overall winner. The community winners will only be from the nominated list, while Adam and I's responses may vary just a little based on what we saw throughout the year. But for the most part, they will align with the community's nominations. Stay tuned at the end of the show how you can win a limited edition Blu-ray copy of A Silent Voice. This is a token of our appreciation for the trials and tribulations of producing and creating this podcast, and just want to say thank you to everyone who has commented, liked, sub, or gave us any feedback along the way. With that out of the way, let me introduce the co-host of tonight's festivities, the failed Taku himself, Adam. Adam, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself?
0: Man, I've been looking forward to this episode for a very long time. I'm looking forward to discussing what our community has offered to us and what your thoughts were along the way.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's been a full year of watching anime for us. We started sometime in the middle of, uh, what was it, the summer season or spring season? Yeah, we it was like, like April,
0: May we started. That yeah, it,
1: so we start we started watching anime in the spring, well, started doing the podcast in the middle of spring season and discussing it. We've got a full year worth of uh, shows to talk about today.
0: Yeah, and I just want to thank everybody who has endured our terrible mic quality, our audio issues, and just overall just production things that happened during making a podcast. So hopefully we did a little better along the way, and this is just a token of our appreciation and really looking forward to discussing what the year had to offer. So, without further ado, let's get into our first category of the year. We have the Action Anime of the Year. First category, we have Action Anime of the Year, and your nominations are Demon Slayer, Vinland Saga, Fire Force, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2 the rising of the shield hero attack on titan season three these are your nominations for action anime of the year all right so action anime of the year we had demon slayer vinland saga fire force bob cycle 100 season two the rising of the shield hero and attack on titan season three a pretty stacked lineup itself had a tough decision on this one deciding what i was going to pick And what were your thoughts on overall action from this year?
1: Well, there were a lot of great shows. I did not watch all of these great shows. I think a lot of the categories, there's a a couple like really, really good ones that I'm going to have to go back to at some point. So for my choice, it was actually pretty easy. But uh, I know there's a couple of those that might have made my list had I given them a shot.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, let's jump into what the community thought. First up, we have our runner-ups. The community runner-up for Action Anime of the Year, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Now, Adam, were you able to see Mob Psycho 100 this year?
1: I did not watch Season 2. I actually just started this week uh, Mob Psycho 100.
0: All right, well, I'm glad you're actually watching it instead. All right, Uh, let's let's see what Adam had to say. Adam, you chose The Rising of the Shield Hero as your runner-up. What about The Rising of the Shield Hero stood out?
1: Well, I really like the protagonist like i feel like he's a really relatable guy like everyone has the point where they feel like the world's just against them and they get pessimistic and angry and like just kind of like angry at the world but you know he's still deep down a good guy and he fights like you know for for what he feels is right even if he on the outside puts up a a facade yes and i I... really sorry
0: yeah, and it had some really good fights in it. I really liked the Spear versus Shield Hero fight. That was a really good one. Uh, but for me, my runner-up, I went with Demon Slayer. I thought overall the fighting scenes in the show were fantastic. This was neck and neck with my actual winner. And it was a really tough decision for me. And I think some people might get upset because I think the clear winner might have been Demon Slayer. But to me, this is the second best of the year. So without further ado, let's get to the fu- the winners. The community winner for action anime of the year is Demon Slayer. No surprise here. Uh, I would assume that a lot of people would pick Demon Slayer as their winner. Let's see, Adam, your winner is also Demon Slayer. What about yeah, I- Demon Slayer to you? Stood out.
1: Oh, I think it was like visually beautiful. I lo- I love the abs- the story. The characters were great. I think it was just the overall package was just like amazing. Yes. Like, there's nothing negative I can really say about the show.
0: Yep, I agree. And I think if it wasn't for the my winner, I think almost any year Demon Slayer would have won. And my winner was Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. And to me, it had a couple absolutely stunning fights throughout the entire series, along with just a great story in general. I loved Mob Psycho. I loved every second of it. It's definitely one of the best from this year and my winner of Action Anime of the Year. Next up, we have our favorite, Isekai Anime of the Year. Let's get to the nominees. So we have Isekai Anime of the Year. Your nominations are... That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious. Isekai Quartet. Sword Art Online, Alicization, The Rising of the Shield Hero, Ascendance of a Bookworm. Alright, so our nominees for Isekai Anime of the Year were That Time I Got reincarnated as a Slime, Overpowered Hero, Isekai Quartet, Sword Art Online, Alicization, The Rising of the Shield Hero, and Ascendance of a Bookworm. Adam, to you, how did the year of 2019 fit in for Isekai?
1: As a whole, the isekai genre had really, really good highs and really, really low lows. No kidding. And so I agree with all of these nominations. I wish they could all win. So, But I had to pick two, and I picked my two.
0: All right, let's get to the first, the runner-up through the community. The community's runner-up is The Rising of the Shield Hero. Now, I think this was a, personally, a very solid isekai. One of the best from this year. I There's only a few parts to the show that I didn't really like, but I thought overall it was a very enjoyable show. Adam, let's see what your runner-up was. You went with that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Now, what about Slimy Boy did you like?
1: Well, I really liked the premise of the show, of a guy who, he doesn't end up as like some kind of hero. He ends up as a monster, which I think is kind of cool but he still goes out of his way to try to like you know like unite the two sides unite the humans unite the monsters and kind of like try to bring peace to the the world i just thought that was a really cool concept but i felt near the end i started to tail off a little bit so it wasn't able to win it for me but like the first 80% of the show i absolutely fell in love with
0: i agree i think the second part of slime definitely set up for season 2 and that took a little bit away of enjoyment of the show but i am happy that it is getting a second season and for me my runner up i also agreed with the community and with the rising of the shield hero i personally enjoyed a lot of the interactions between the characters the action and a lot of just different varieties throughout the show there's a few issues with one of the arcs that they had and the supporting cast that made it so only it was only my runner up Now let's get to the winners. The community winner for Isekai of the year is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I personally, I I can see how the community overall enjoys the show. It was a very enjoyable watch. I think that it has a lot of tendencies and a lot of tropes that a lot of people connect to. And I can see why a lot of people thoroughly enjoyed the show. Next we had Adam's winner of the year and that was the rising of the shield hero. Now Adam, what did the shield hero do that made it so much better than all the other isekai's out there this year?
1: I think it was just me being able to relate to the protagonist more. I, I it was so close. Like I went back and forth trying to decide which one I enjoyed more, but I think at the end of it just I wasn't as connected to slime boy as I was shield boy
0: completely understandable i'd love now for me as a main character and he was definitely one of the best parts of the show and for me my winner i think might be a little surprising to most people i went with the heroes overpowered but overly cautious i loved the end the last two episodes of the show i'm a big sucker for shows that end really well and i thought this show ended really well I had some issues in the beginning where I thought that they were going to play the overpower or the overcautious trope to oblivion and they really didn't. They switched things up throughout the show that made me laugh. I,
1: I think my, Oh sorry, go on. No, 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 you go. I'll just say the only thing that makes me, like didn't make it in the top 3 for me is that or sorry, the top 2 for me was that I'm not going to get any more of it. Yeah. And it concluded well. I just wanted so much more because, like you said, that ending was phenomenal. Yes, and, and the twist in-
0: of the last few episodes were—it caught me off guard. Where I went from laughing to like feeling for these characters, and I honestly didn't see that coming in this type of show, where I just assumed it was going to be Konosuba light. Oh yeah, so it's,
1: it's wonderful and if I could have another like a third one on the slot it's it's there that's those are easily my top 3 yes okay
0: well overall I thought just for the year in general of isekai there was no clear winner I thought we had a lot of very like you said a lot of high, high a lot of highs where my highs were in the 8s instead of the 10s but my lows definitely had some 2s and 3s so hopefully in 20 or 2020 we get a little bit better isekai, especially with Log Horizon Season 3 coming out, which is one of my favorite isekais. Looking forward to seeing how the isekai transcends 2020. Next up, we're going to have the best OP of the year. And today, we are very, very graciously in the presence of very sweet, aka Brian. Brian, would you like to introduce everybody to the podcast who you are?
2: Hey. Are we having the mic issue? Again? Nope, we're good. Okay. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Brian. I have a musical project called Very Sweet, and at the moment I do a lot of anime OP covers. And I'm just really excited to be here. Peter and I have been getting to be friends over the last couple of months, and it's a real honor to be on the podcast.
0: Yes, and if you have listened to the podcast in the past, uh brian's opening of good morning world from dr stone was our opening for three or four months it's one of the best anime covers i've ever listened to i absolutely fell in love with it the first time i heard it i immediately messaged him i was like hey can i use this as my podcast i thought this was great and then literally just bloomed from there so really happy to meet brian and watch his videos i will be linking them in the descriptions below if you want to check out some sweet anime covers but since adam or sorry not adam since brian has had experience covering some of the op's from this year he seems like it would be a great resource to add as a guest so without further ado let's get into the best op's of the year first up we have the communities now the community picked mukanjo from vinland saga it was the first opening now, Adam, I know you haven't seen Vinland Saga, but Brian, have you?
2: I have not seen Vinland Saga either.
0: Okay, so this was definitely one of my favorite OPs of the year. I Personally, I thought 2019 was pretty stacked. Other people say otherwise. Uh, I'm really happy to see that Vinland Saga getting represented in the OP category. But since I'm the only one that saw it, I guess I'm the only one that could probably comment on it. So I'm very happy to see the community picking a Vinland Saga OP. Now, since Brian's our guest, let's get to his runner-up.
2: Okay, so I know I talked to you about this. It was a little controversial for you, but I picked Ultimate Magic by Iris, which was the OP for Wise Man's grandchild.
0: I agree with that. I love
1: love
2: that pick. I... I Sorry, go ahead. I, I heard the song before I watched the show. Originally, did not watch the show because the ratings were very very low, but as like a music, as a singer and as a producer, first of all, I love Iris. Ever since I saw them, heard them in a Twin Star Exorcist, the second OP, blew me away. Been a big fan ever since.
0: All right. Um, we see this is the beauty of bringing in guest and having different opinions because this was literally my worst op of the year so it's really funny how see different people have different tastes on ops because it's very subjective
1: i'm actually quite surprised that you said i loved this song and when i saw it on the docket i was like i am like i don't remember it all that much i turned it on and i just immediately was like oh i remember this i loved this song i watched every one of the wise man grandchild ending or sorry openings just for that
0: it's no hate no judging just everybody has different tastes for different things and this one just did not fit with me all right
2: the show for the OP. so (laughs) (laughs) and I watched the entire thing
0: all right so let's get to Adams real quick
1: um mine is uh I feel like a lot of people enjoyed this one but uh what is it Gerengue from uh Demon Slayer
0: so what about um this song obviously lisa is just she makes banger after banger so it's really hard not to pick a lisa in any form of category but what about this song did you really like was it the animations was it the song itself was it the artist
1: well for the all of these categories, OP and ED. I strictly went with the songs itself. I didn't take the visuals into account when I picked them. And this is one that every time it comes up on my playlist at work, because I, con- I constantly have music playing. Every time it comes up, people, like, they look over at me and they're like, are you listening to your weeb music again? And, like, oh, <laughs> and I love it. And I turn it up so that they can hear it. I don't know. It's I hear it every day pretty much. It's just... It's a catchy tune.
2: It's a Lisa great Lisa tune. It's so good. I agree with that 100%. Everything Lisa does from, you know, SAO, Demon Slayer, Angel Beats, Lisa Koi, Fate Series, can't lose, no
1: matter what. Absolutely. It's emotional. It's like I feel the emotion coming out of her voice, and that might be most of it, is that I feel the emotion, and then I relate to, like, moments in the show, like flashbacks from, like, scenes that I saw, or even just the OP itself. It's just I really... I don't know, it connected to me in a way that not every song or every op or edx ac- normally does
0: for sure all right let's get to my runner-up real quick <laughs> yeah. 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 all right i chose touch off from the promised neverland by Overworld. um this was, between this and my winner was literally, I'm not even joking, this was the hardest decision I had to pick. I I had to go through my YouTube watch played or whatever to see how many times I listened to each song to pick which one I liked the best because I love everything about this and my winner so much and... I love the dynamic it added to the show because it just got me jacked for watching The Promised Neverland, which is one of the best shows from this year in general. And everything about Touch Off I thoroughly enjoyed. Now, did either of you two uh, watch The Promised Neverland or have any thoughts about this OP in general?
2: Man, this whole... That season of anime was really weak. Like, I did not watch a lot. And I did not watch Promised Neverland, so I don't have that connection and when i listened to the song itself to see if it was like cover material i didn't connect with it like it wasn't my speed it's a really great song but it's not something i find myself listening to or jamming to regularly
0: for sure
1: yeah i enjoyed the song as a whole but i also did not watch Promise neverland so i didn't have any connection to it so like i can't relate to being like it getting me jacked or anything but uh It was a good song. I enjoyed listening to it. I threw it onto my uh, playlist, and I'll uh, listen to it.
0: For sure. All right, so those were our runner-up for OP. Now let's get to our winners. First up, the community winner. The community winner is 99.9 from Mob Cycle 100 Season 2. Now, to me, the animations from this OP was the best of the year. Uh, did either of you have any thoughts on
2: 99.9? See, when I listen to an OP, like Adam said, I don't really take the animation into consideration unless I already like the song. And I have not been watching Mob Psycho, which I think Adam said he just started watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that the second season is out, I'm like, oh, that's daunting. I don't want to, like, start and then but it keeps going so i'm like i should get on it but
1: i was not a huge fan of that op either
0: okay that's fair adam any thoughts on 99.9
1: it's an it's an all right song but like I, i haven't watched mob psycho 100 season two so i don't again i can't relate to it but it's an all right song i enjoyed it i don't mind it winning the community especially if it's uh something that connects with them
0: yeah, absolutely. And th- once again, that's why like things like OP, ED, and animations are so subjective, and it's nice to get different people's opinions based off what people value on their OPs. All right, next I'm going to play Brian's winner real quick. Alright, Brian, you chose Kizuna Music from a pretty low-key show, Bang Dream Season 2. So what about Kizuna Magic stood out to you the most?
2: Kizuna Music.
0: Music? What did I say? Magic?
2: (laughs) You said Magic. My bad. Ultimate Magic was my runner-up. Okay,
0: my bad, my bad.
2: It's all good. Well, for me, because I'm a musician and a producer, like a huge music nerd, watching this show because... It was like a low-key show when it was first season and by the time second season came around I was super amped for it because when you watch the animation of the actual show like they go into super rich detail on like the instrument designs like you see an amp you know oh that's like the type of amper they have like really obscure um, you know pieces of gear that like a musician would know by sight but a casual watcher would not and this is the type of music that is like my favorite type, it's got the heavy guitar with like the acoustic piano type style, really j poppy vibe. Everything about this music, every about, everything about the song, it's like my favorite song. And originally I thought, cause the song came out in 2018, but it premiered on the show in 2019. So I was like, oh, I guess Ultimate Magic would be the favorite that I got to find a runner up. Then when I was talking to you, I was like, wait, Kizuna Music came out beginning of 2019. That's going to be my number one, undisputed.
0: And you also did a cover of this song, am I correct?
2: Yeah, that was the last cover I put out. And I started working on it during the summer. But then like my Inferno cover, my Good Morning World cover kind of took priority because those are more time-sensitive. And it kept getting pushed back. And then eventually I was like, you know what, New Year, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to put it out. I love this song. New Bang Dream's coming out. It's gotta happen.
0: And you're the only person I know that watches Bang Dream. Would you personally recommend it to maybe non-music anime watchers?
2: Um, it's an interesting thing because the first season was regular animation. Second season, they switched to more of a CGI thing. Which I know some people don't like it, but I just love all the music stuff off it. And the songs themselves, it's like I watch K-On! Love the show K-On! Of course! But... I don't but I don't love all the songs like from the show but I love the characters where this it's like the music from this because there's several bands like I think maybe five different bands that get highlighted then they have the main one in bang dream and you know every single band I have songs on my phone from them because they're just so so good for me
0: right on all right well without further ado how about we get to Adam's winner Alright, Adam's winner was Onagai Muscle from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, which is an absolute banger. Adam, would you like to talk about Onagai Muscle?
1: Well, first off, before I jump right into that, I do want to say, like, OP was the hardest thing I think I had to choose. There are so many good ones, but Onagai Muscle for me, I was in a workout, like... Like uh, vibe when that show came out, it got me inspired to go to the gym, and that song, just like um, Gerenge from Demon Slayer, is one I listen to every day. Every time it pops on at work, I'm like, all right, I'm busting my butt for the next like five minutes while this song plays, and just working my tail off because it gets me jacked to go out and like work out, and it's like silly but fun, and I, I don't know, I just love it. I- the other thing about it.
0: I like that it's sung by two of the characters in the show, uh, Hibiki and Machio. That's a nice little take on uh, the like OP in shows in general, so I'm a big fan of those two, and I like that they did the OP for it. And the song itself is so catchy. The animations are really fun. The show itself was really fun, too. So.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you realize this, and this is because I pay super close attention like especially in slice of life stuff you see a lot of uh you know a lot of Seijus a lot of voice actors who are in the cast will do opening songs for special stuff like I don't know if you watched like Wataten or like uh stuff like that but they uh you know original members of the cast will like make an original song for the ops and that's like really really common if you're looking out for it
0: yeah so if you're a fan of a certain voice actor or voice actress you might you might see them like hear their voice in the op every now and then so it's really nice little thing that they do with as long along with being a voice actor or voice actress
2: that's one of my favorite things honestly like i love following a voice actor and you know going on itunes finding their catalog and just uh going
0: through all right so without further ado let's get to my winner all right then in case people were wondering if they're listening to it why we're only getting 10 seconds of each song it's to avoid the YouTube copyright strike, so that way I don't get my video uh, demonetized. I guess I don't get monetized anyway, but that's the way it allows me to publish it. So I went with Inferno from Fire Force by Mrs. Yeah. Green Apple. Everything about Inferno is... I absolutely love it. From the instrumentals to the voice range on the singer... Uh, To the animations of the OP. It definitely set the tone for the show itself. Even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Fire Force. I still like what it it set yourself into. For the show to... uh, Like when we're about to start watching it. And what we're about to get from it. So. uh, How about Brian? I know you did a cover of Inferno. So what are your thoughts on Inferno?
2: So when you posted your... Like what the picks might be for your top OP. I purposely... Took it off of mine because I didn't want to have that overlap, but we didn't talk about it ahead of time. And I, I would have picked that because again, like Iris, I'm a big fan of Mrs. Green Apple. I just found them on iTunes a, a few years back, and I love them. So when I saw Fire Force by the makers of Soul Leader, and uh, you know Mrs. Green Apple was doing the OP for it, I was like, damn, I like have to do a cover of this song. And the song was amazing to this day still. Holds up extremely well. Yeah, I honestly
0: think it's one of my favorites of all time. I, th- I love it so much.
2: Yeah, me too. They're a fantastic band. Song is fantastic. Show is fine. Yeah. You know, season 2 is better. <laughs> yes. Season 2 uh,
1: will heat up.
0: Oh, I like that. Adam, do you have any thoughts on Inferno?
1: I actually really like this song, having not watched Fire Force at all. I love this song.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those songs where like you can if you're if anyone's like a fan of anime, like you turn this on, and, like yeah, you start rocking out to the beats, you start rocking out to the vocals. I I mean to me, it was be- this and Touch Off were one and two. I listened to each one this year like over a hundred times on YouTube. Like I just loved these two songs so much, but Inferno barely nudges out Touch Off. So just to do a recap real quick. The community chose ninety nine point nine. Uh, Brian chose Kizuna Music, not Magic, Adam went with Onagai Muscle, and I went with Inferno. So let's jump right into the best EDs of the year. And first we'll go up with the community. The community's runner-up is this. So the runner-up for the community was another Vinland Saga, and that was Drown, which I'm a little surprised it was a Drown and not Torches. Torches is nominated for the Crunchyroll Best ED of the Year, so that the community chose Drown. I was a little like, whoa, I'm surprised people like Drown more than Torches, but uh, like once again, I guess neither of you guys saw Vinland Saga. It's a very, it's really different, and I can see why people chose this. And growing up in Minnesota, we've had, I've had exposure to like Native American music. And this kind of has like a Native American vibe to the song, which is really unique to Japanese like EDs. Um, I thought it was a really solid choice. I personally like Torches a little bit better than Drown. But uh, hey, the community's votes the community's vote and they chose Drown. All right. How about let's get to Brian's runner up.
2: all
1: right
0: brian you chose love is a miracle from ao chan can't study so what about this song made it one of your top two of the year
2: i think the thing was i went through my playlist to see songs that I loved because I don't separate the OPs from the EDs, and there were really only two or three EDs on that list. Like, I'm a big OP guy. I like EDs, but there weren't a lot from this year that I really felt like I needed to listen to all the time.
0: I agree with that statement.
2: This one and the one I picked for number one, which I know you guys love. uh, Yes. (laughs) uh, Those were like, kind of, those were kind of the two, and I almost picked the op for aochan for uh one of my tops because that op is uh you know really amazing and unique as well
0: yeah and if anyone's looking for a short form anime to watch aochan can study is a great show
2: it's hilarious
0: all right how about let's get to adam's runner-up All right, continuing the trend of how heavy are the dumbbells you lift. Adam, you chose Macho a Name. So what about this song made it your runner-up?
1: I know before I kind of commented I don't take visuals into it, but I make an exception to this. That's fine. <laughs> because I think it was so silly. I Again, I love the song. It didn't get me as jacked to go work out, but it was, I don't know, of all the eds that i listened to this season not a lot of them really stood out and so my selection was like i had like three to pick from and this one was the most fun i had of all the eds
0: i think this was like exactly what you said a very fun ed i think a lot of times when people think of best op they think of like how well produced, how great the song is, the message and everything. But sometimes you just need to take a step back and have fun. Which is kind of like my last year or 2018's like OP of the year with Shiny Days from Laidback Camp, which was just like a fun, happy go lucky song. And this is just a fun, happy go lucky song. And for me, my runner up for ED of the year, if you have listened to the podcast, it should be no surprise. Alright, mine was Hold Me Now from Carolyn Tuesday. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the artist because I will slaughter it. But I fell in love with not only this ED, but the majority of the music from Carolyn Tuesday itself. Um, I, don't, I don't think Am you saw Carolyn Tuesday, but Brian, did you see Carolyn Tuesday?
2: You know what? It was that whole uh, like Netflix jail thing. Yes. Because uh, like, I don't have a Netflix account. I use my parents' Netflix account like but so i didn't watch it i plan on watching it but i do agree that the music from it is fantastic um i have a i have a lot to say about the music from that show especially from you know the ops and the
0: eds for sure all right let's do a recap real quick the community chose "Drown" from vinland saga brian chose love is a miracle from ao chan can't study Adam chose Machio a name from How Heavy are the Dumbbells You Lift, and I did Hold Me Now from Carolyn Tuesday. So, drum roll, let's get to the winners. First, the community winner for ED of the Year. Alright, we had the viral sensation of the Chica Dance was the community winner of ED of the Year. And I think this is for sure the most popular ED of the Year. Uh, Brian, do you have any thoughts on the Chica Dance?
2: Uh, Chica Dance is fantastic. I think I read somewhere that Kill Annie did, or someone from Kill Annie that either works or used to work there did the animation for it, and that's why it's so stellar. The song is good, but the animation, like, if you weren't watching the dance with the song you would probably
1: think it was okay but the dance makes the song
0: i could not agree more with that statement adam do you have any thoughts on the chica dance
1: well that's exactly what i was thinking too and why it didn't make my list and then when i saw that it was the winner i'm like that makes so much sense and i didn't even consider throwing the visuals in at the time and so it was just like uh it's a song
0: yeah, because this was only the ED for one episode of Love is War. so just
2: episode. Just the third episode. Never to be seen.
1: But it totally made sense. Like, the moment I saw it on the list here, I was like, oh. I don't know if I messed up or if I'm going to hold tight to my guns, but I love that freaking dance, man. <laughs> oh, it's
0: wonderful. And just the people covering it, whether it's the song or the dance, it definitely was a... You can call it a meme, you can call it a viral sensation, whatever you want. But the Chica Dance definitely took over the anime scene for a little bit in 2019.
2: It's great. It's very, very deserving of the...
0: Alright, let's get to Brian's winner. Alright, Brian also chose Hold Me Now from Carol on Tuesday, which is a great choice.
2: Well, like I said, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, so like I didn't know that... And I should know, because it was in your, in your thing. I was surprised it was not the... Because, again, I didn't consider the Chica dance thing. So I was surprised it wasn't your flat-out winner. But, like I said, I didn't watch Carol on Tuesday. I was actually introduced to the song via your guys' podcast.
0: I think it shows just how good the song is, if you haven't even watched the show and you like the song that much.
2: Yeah, like I said, it was, it was slim Pickens for EDs, but this is like, this is miles above anything else. And the instrumental reminds me a lot of the, uh, of the Wind Waker soundtrack. I don't know if you played Legend of Zelda the Wind Waker, but that's one of my favorite games of all time. So like the feeling it gives me is like, that's home to me, like that's my heart
0: awesome i love your i love your pick i love your analysis on why you picked it and i'm very happy to see it on the list let's get to adam's winner adam also picking another lisa song going with unlasting from sao war of the underworld so adam what about unlasting did you like
1: i like the emotion that it brings to the scenes like i feel like every time i watch it i feel like alice's sadness and if from watching the show i don't i know you haven't seen it hell no i'm not sure brian hasn't i
2: have seen it i have been sao stan from day one
1: well, you and me both. I respect you for that <laughs> choice. But, uh, well, and
2: Li- everything Lisa does is amazing, like I said. So
0: It's kind of unfair to have Lisa in these categories because she's such a, like a class above not everybody, but she I don't know if she's ever made a bad song. Let's just put it that way.
2: She's yeah. she's an anime icon.
0: Yes, for sure. Yep. All right. And without further ado, my winner is shucky, shucky, shucky. Of course, I also went with the Chica dance. For the animation, the song, uh, Chica just being absolutely adorable in the entire song. Uh, To me, this was one of the most iconic EDs of all time. I think people are going to be talking about this for years to come. I'm not saying it's like Fly Me to the Moon from Evangelion, but it's definitely, with the animation along with the song, I think it's so iconic that it definitely deserves the best ED of 2019.
2: Do you think, like, dance-wise and um, icon-wise, do you think it's on par with the Haruhi ED?
0: No, no, that's so iconic. I mean, you never know, like, down the road, you never know to see, like, what, how this trends in a few years where the Haruhi dance is still talked about from, since its beginning, since it launched, since it aired where the, this is still only a few months old, so we will see if people still remember it down the road. But to me, in my eyes, I'm always going to picture the Chica Dance as one of the most iconic EDs ever made.
2: And it was only in one episode, like you said. So, like, it just had that one episode, and people were hooked from that alone. You have yeah,
0: I think that's another thing why it makes it iconic of one episode ED, and it's where it is now type of thing. So,
1: and it I won like it... twice. I... It did. I feel like if it would have been in more episodes, we might see it make it to that point of the Yukai. but I I just don't know if it's going to have... Well, we'll see if it will, obviously, but, like, I don't predict it's going to have the lasting impact. Like, it's referenced in, like, League of Legends, the Yukai dance. Like, we'll see if this one gets to the point where video games are referencing and other things.
0: Yeah, it's just another thing where this might be a terrible take. I might regret this two years down the road, but for right now, it's even after the show aired, it's still stuck in my head as one of the best CDs, so that's why I personally chose it as my favorite.
1: It's a,
2: it's a great choice.
0: All right, so that wraps up our music segment. Brian, thank you very much for joining. You're our first guest on the podcast. Well, I guess technically my girlfriend was, but you're the yeah, first... You're- you're the first uh, non-related guest we've had on the show, so thank you very much for your input, for your choices, and I hope to see you like continuing giving input on the podcast and anime in general down the road.
2: Well, I'll continue listening. I'll listen back to this. Thank you so much for having me on. I was excited for this for a really long time, and I'm yeah. excited to have done it.
0: And check out his music. I will be linking it in the comments below. So be sure to check out, if you're a fan of anime covers and that type of stuff, be sure to check out Brian's channel. Thank you once again.
1: Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Peter.
2: Thanks, Adam.
0: All right. So now it's just back to me and Adam. And Adam, we are going to jump right into the drama anime of the year. Let's see our nominations. Your nominations are... Domestic Girlfriend, The Promise Neverland, B Stars, Astra, Lost in Space, Run with the Wind, Carol, and Tuesday. Alright, so from our nominees, we had Domestic Girlfriend, The Promise Neverland, B Stars, Astra, Lost in Space, run with the wind and carolyn tuesday personally for me i thought the drama category for 2019 was absolutely stacked i had a really not the hardest time but i did have a really hard time picking a clear winner for this category adam do you have any thoughts on the drama aspects of the 2019 anime seasons
1: it was stacked with shows i didn't watch (laughs) (laughs) so one of my picks is a not even on this list. My the only I only watch three shows that are even listed as dramas, and four, one show that I, you could call it a drama, but at least according to Mal, is not a drama show. So my picking was very, very easy for this one. Okay, that's fair. A lot of shows on my backlog.
0: Now let's get to the runners up. And personally, I was a little shocked by seeing this result. But the community runner up, Domestic Girlfriend. Uh, I thought this show was, in terms of drama, absolutely amazing in terms of drama. And I think the community saw it as well. So, that but that also follows fruit with Adam, who also chose Domestic Girlfriend as his runner-up. So, Adam, what about Domestic Girlfriend did you like?
1: Oh, I love the spiciness of that show. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, I mean, Gig did an entire video on it that kind of, pretty much states everything I have to say. i just say go watch that, but to sum it all up, the characters aren't... I love the characters in it. The spiciness level and the tension that gets developed while you're still kind of rooting for everybody to be happy when you know they can't, it's exactly what a drama is.
0: <laughs> and it definitely is spicy because... and it definitely grabs you because you're not the biggest manga reader, but you picked up this manga, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I uh, picked up this manga and binged it. That's and,
0: uh, That says something.
1: Yeah, and I'm not completely caught up anymore. I'm sure there's been a couple chapters that came out, but right after I finished watching the show, I had to read it to see where it went because I could not get enough of it. I loved... I liked this show. There's... Uh, there's some dark things that are... Not dark things, but I guess, like, some things that could be turn people off but for me i had a real good time with it
0: no for sure i definitely had a very fun time with this show i loved its trashiness i loved its spiciness and for me my runner-up went to b-stars this was a fantastic show the drama elements that they had in it were top notch i think it was just underwatched because it was stuck in netflix jail i believe we are getting it at our North American Netflix in March. But everything about Beastars I loved. It's one of my top five shows of the year. I gave it a 10 out of 10. And that says a lot because this was my runner-up. And that's why I had a really hard time picking uh, between my drama winners of the year. But let's get to the winners. For the community winner of Drama Anime of the Year, we had The Promised Neverland. Which... I th- I'm uh, you haven't seen it, but I definitely can see why they picked it. The suspense, the horror, the story throughout the entire show, uh, the the fact that we're getting a second season. I think it definitely helped with the community's perception of The Promised Neverland for best drama. Adam's winner for best drama went to Fruits Basket. Now, Adam, tell me about why you chose Fruits Basket.
1: So I'm going to admit that there's a big nostalgia play in this answer, but I loved the original Fruits Basket. And so when I saw that it was getting redone in 2019, I was like, I have to watch it. And its I don't know if it stood up to what I remember from back then, but it was still, for, at least for me, a, a series I would recommend everyone go out and watch. Like, give it a shot, because I think it's adorable. I think it kind of falls more into the slice-of-life category, but because my pickings were so slim as it was, I have to give something that I consider a masterpiece to, like... I have to give it the nod, even if it is a remake.
0: It definitely has its hardcore drama elements in the show. It's definitely... I think Mal considers it the slice-of-life, but it definitely has some serious undertone drama elements to the entire show. So, I have no... No issues with it being uh, your choice for Drama Anime of the Year.
1: Yeah, Mel actually does have it listed as one of its other categories. Oh, does they? Okay. Which is why I put it on here, because originally I wasn't going to, but I'm like, does it fall? And it did. One of my other shows, Mal didn't have on that list, and I don't remember which one it was now off the top <laughs> of but, uh, but that's what I was saying. Like My my pickings were slim. Sure. I was looking through stuff and was like, this isn't even listed as a... As a uh, drama, so I'm not gonna put it on there. So
0: understandable. But Fritz
1: Basket, I say, is a masterpiece that I think people should watch.
0: If you're a fan of that drama, slice of life type of stuff, absolutely. And uh, my personal winner for drama Anime of the year was also The Promised Neverland. I agreed with the community. Absolute masterpiece of a show, ten out of ten. Like I said, it's one of B stars and Promised Neverland were one of five shows I gave ten out of ten this year. I loved. Uh, the two like main villains of the show, uh, Sister Crone and is it Isabella, I think. The two moms of the show added such a great dramatic effect of the two, or the, sorry, of the three main characters of Norman, uh, Emma, and Ray. So I just I love everything that they added to the show. I love where the story went. I can't wait for season two, but we're not getting it for another seven months. But Everything about the Promised Land was just drama, suspense filled, and absolutely one of the best. Next up, we got Romance Anime of the Year. Let's get to our nominations Romance Anime of the Year. Your nominations are Love is War, Old Maidens in Your Savage Season, Beastars. Quintessential Quintuplets We Never Learn Orisuke All right, so we had Love is War, Omae's oh in Your Savage Season, B-Stars, Quintessential Quintuplets We Never Learn and Orisuke. Adam, in terms of 2019, how did you view the romance scene in the anime? I
1: think it was good. Like there wasn't at least from the shows i watched there wasn't one that i was like for like for example Toradora. for me is one of my favorite animes of all time it's my number two and it's an absolute masterpiece of romance i don't think there's anything that lives up to that but there are certainly really really good romances in 2019
0: all right so let's check out the community's runner up for romance anime of the year and they went with B stars, which I am very happy because Mal does not list this as a romance, and I will fight to the death to declare that this is a romantic show. There are so many romance elements in the show. How people don't view it as a romance—it's crazy. Uh, like before, one of the best of the year. Hopefully, more people watch it once it's available on Netflix. But if you're a fan of like the heart or. I say a more mature romance style of show. Check out B Stars. Adam, your runner-up was Old Maidens and Your Savage Season. So, what about Old Maidens did you like?
1: I think that series really just epitomized what it actually is like falling in love with people, and not just falling in love, but also like identifying the difference between love and lust, and the drama and the emotion that comes with it that not a lot of shows really do if there was any one show that i would say exemplified that uh, emotion i got like i said with toradora this is the closest one for me.
0: yeah this was a great show and my runner up i went with b stars as well the i love the mature aspects of it i know this might be a little spoiler but in terms of other romance shows where you don't where their romance definition is like a confession and nothing happens and B stars, it's a lot more mature because they have sex in this show, and they have love triangles. They have trying to understand your feelings throughout this club that they have. And so I just love the romance element of B stars so much. And Lagosi is such a great character. He's the wolf in the picture. Uh, just his th- how you're trying to be like this socially, like a socially awkward person like essentially having a crush for the first time in his life is relatable to a lot of people so i definitely enjoyed this aspect of the romance side of anima animaphoric animals and their journey throughout their club and let's get to the winners the community winner for romance anime of the year is love is war now i love love is war uh one of The best rom-coms I think ever made. I definitely think it's worthy of winning. Adam, did you see Love is War this year? I didn't. Okay. I think you would love it.
1: I'm sure I would. It's Again, I have a long list of stuff to watch after these awards that I'm going to immediately when we're done. Yeah,
0: this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but to me, this was more a comedy than a romance. Though it did have one of the best like romance romantic uh episodes from this year for their fireworks episode which i thought was absolutely brilliant so it, but to me it's just more comedy than romance but it definitely has the romance element to it and let's get to adam's winner adam you went with quintessential quintuplets now what about quintessential quintuplets made it the winner of romance anime of the year
1: It's another one of those series that kind of just stuck with me when I was done watching it, where I had to read ahead and find out what was going on to the point where it's now finished for the, oh not finished, but the reveal has been made in the manga. So anyone who's been keeping up with that knows how it ends. And it actually, when I was done reading it, made me want to go back and rewatch it and just kind of see if there was those little hints left there. I really liked a couple of the girls that I was rooting for. Not all of them I felt were exceptional, but for me, it was the most fun romance that I watched this year. Maidens was more real. This one was more fun.
0: Yeah, and I'm not the biggest uh, harem genre guy, but this is definitely such a fun, enjoyable watch. Uh, I think to me why it wouldn't be on like my top two is that I just don't like harems. But this is, this is one of the best I've ever seen. So I definitely give a props to it being not just a generic harem. And I think it's absolutely worthy of being on this list. And I think it's a great choice for you for your winner. And for me, my winner for Romance Anime of the Year was Omaze in Your Savage Season. I think it's one of the best romances ever made. I loved how it felt so real. It wasn't just like an anime that these characters felt lifelike. They each had their own... Uh, trials and tribulations of discovering who they are sexually whether it's just like a vanilla type romance or lust or maybe i'm a lesbian i don't know you go through the puberty and all these hormones are coming through you at that time and age i think it definitely expressed what it wanted and i think it's descriptions of each person's difficulties through their journey in sex was fantastic i didn't like i think it was like episode 11 or 12 it literally was like one bad episode but other than that i thought the show was absolutely genius
1: and that's i think we're probably thinking about the same section then because there, there was that part that really took away from me and just it, not that it was bad per se but i just it's stung home in a way that was maybe too real
0: yep oh. Yeah, I, I legit think this was one episode away from being, like, a masterpiece of romance. But I definitely still think it's, I think it's must-watch if you're a fan of romance.
1: Absolutely.
0: And I think it was one of the better uh, shows of the year. It's even nominated for the Crunchyroll Anime of the Year. It's one of the six nominees, so I am actually was kind of shocked because a lot of times the high-dive shows get excluded, so props to Maidens. Uh, if you're a fan of romance, go watch it it's one of the best next up we have the adventure anime of the year and our nominees are next adventure anime of the year your nominations are that time i got reincarnated as a slime vinland saga JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Golden Wind. Astra, Lost in Space. The Rising of the Shield Hero. Dr. Stone. These are your nominees for Adventure Anime of the Year. Alright, so we had that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Vinland Saga, JoJo, Golden Wind, Astra, Lost in Space the rising of the shield hero and dr stone so adam out of these six how many did you actually see this year
1: out of those six, see i didn't see vinland saga didn't see dr stone I believe four
0: four okay so i thought this year was pretty good for in terms of like the adventure style i don't know if anything will ever compete with Uh, A place further than the universe for me, in terms of this, of in terms of an actual adventure, but I thought this year had uh, definitely its great candidates. And we're gonna jump right into the community's runner up for adventure anime of the year was Vinland Saga. And if you know, if people know me, Vinland Saga was definitely one of my favorites from the year. I love the adventure that they go on, I love just seeing different like island jumping through. Uh, like, I guess it would be like England, Norway, Denmark, and that area during, I think it's like roughly like the 800s or 900s. So great adventure, very gory adventure, but Vinland is definitely one of the best. Adam, you went with that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which I also could definitely agree with its adventure through its actual story. So tell me more about what you like about the adventure part of that time I got reincarnated as a slime.
1: I just think as a sh- I just kind of based it on itself as a show, not necessarily the adventures aspect of it. So for the same reasons, I liked it as an isekai it's I relate to the, I enjoy the character. I find him fun. I like how he tried to bring the whole world together, even though he's like on the side of the monsters, which would normally be the bad guys. It's for me, this genre and the isekai genre overlaps so much that whatever wins best isekai is probably going to win my best adventure unless there's something like Lost in space or something that just kind of blows my mind
0: sure yeah i I, to me the world building in slime was one of the best and i definitely was considering it spoiler alert it's not my runner-up or winner i went with my runner-up was also vinland saga uh just like i said before the adventure between the island jumping was fantastic i love the story i love the characters so, without further ado, let's get to the winner. The community winner for a- Adventure Anime of the Year is Dr. Stone. Uh, definitely can see why people chose Dr. Stone. It was a very easy and fun watch. Very informative. Very scientific. And the world building in that show was definitely top tier. Adam, you went with The Rising of the Shield Hero. So, so, I'm assuming it's the same thing with like your isekai
1: logic. Yeah, it- yeah, it's really it was just, it was one of my favorite shows of the year, and it's hard for me to not give it best adventure as well as best isekai, because that's exactly what the show is, it's an isekai adventure show. Absolutely, the adventure <laughs> that
0: they went on was fantastic, so I, no disagreements here in terms of, like, the actual adventure style. I also went with Dr. Stone, I thought the second uh, core of the show was near perfection. The first half was a lot. I I thought it was like really good. I thought the the last 12 episodes were fantastic. Love the world building, love the characters, love like the adventures that they go on to get materials and everything like that. And I'm really looking forward to the Stone Wars, I believe. I don't know when we're getting it, but the next core of Dr. Stone. And hopefully they continue the trend from Shonen Jump and then just keep popping out content from all these Shonen Jump shows. Next up, we got the Comedy Anime of the Year. Let's get to our nominees. Next, we have Comedy Anime of the Year. Your nominations are... Love is War. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious. Isekai Quartet. Mob Psycho 100, Season 2. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Hitori Bochi. These are your nominees for Comedy Anime of the Year. Alright, we had Love is War, Cautious Hero, Isekai Quartet, Mob Psycho 100, Season 2, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, and Hitori Bochi. Now, for me, similar to Isekai, I thought we had a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows, and I'm glad that the community chose a show like Hitori Bochi where it may have not been seen as much compared to the big hitters like Love is War and Mob Psycho. Adam, how did you feel about comedy in general in 2019?
1: This is another one where I feel like I missed a lot of the big ones, but the ones I did watch, I had a blast with, so like I feel like comedy would have been really stacked if I had watched more of them.
0: All right, let's get to our runner-up. First, the community runner-up for comedy anime of the year went to Mob Psycho One Hundred Season Two. I, uh, I mean, Mob is a hilarious show in general. I thought Season Two was a little bit more action than it was comedy, even though it did have its fantastic comedy elements to it. And spoiler, it's not going to be in my top two, even though I love the show with a passion. But to me, it was just a little bit more action-paced than comedic, but it definitely had its comedic effect. So absolutely love everything about Mob um, Psycho 100. All right, Adam, you had Isekai Quartet. So what about Isekai Quartet uh, made it your runner-up?
1: So I love all of the shows that Isekai Quartet like brings in. I love the characters from most of the shows that it brings in. I don't know how I feel about Tanya so much. But with... All those characters in such a, like, a silly comedic school scene and the way they interact and, like, I don't know. it's the, Their interactions are just amazing. They're, it's something you kind of just have to, if you've seen these shows, sit down and watch, and they'll make you bust the gut.
0: Yeah, and one of my favorite bits from this year with uh, uh, Kazuma and Subaru. I, like, oh, yeah. legit, like, tears running down my face laughing from their harem like conversation that they had was absolutely amazing. And East Sky Quartet season two is just as good if not better than season one. So if you're a seasonal watcher, check out the second season of East Sky Quartet. My runner up went to Hitori Bochi, which I loved Hitori bochi so much. It's just a fantastic story of a girl just trying to do her best. A with the comings of her friends and the situations that they get into. Uh, kind of like a less or more mild, like Nishi Joe, but just like a fantastic show of cute girls doing funny things. Let's get to our winners. The community winner for anime, or sorry, comedy anime of the year is Love is War. And I definitely can see why the show was. From start to end, fantastic, hilarious. The volleyball little episode that they had was one of the funniest overall episodes in comedy this year. Loved everything about Love is War. Adam, you went with how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? So what about it made it stand out to be the funniest anime of the year?
1: Hibiki, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I relate to her so much. It's just funny seeing someone who, they, they have that, they they she wants to, so premise of the show, wants to lose weight but she can't stop eating. And she keeps like every time there's like a setback, she like feels absolutely like terrible about it and dejected, but then she like fills that void by eating more. <laughs> like And and then just you have the other characters like Machio who's just a riot when it's like anything that a pun or just the word like a muscle type gets said, all of a sudden he gets fixated on and can't stop flexing yep the, the references to like characters are uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger that they bring in who isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's like Barnold yeah, Barnold Yeah Barnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, something it's
0: like that. Yeah.
1: Something weird like that where it's like, no, I'm not that guy. How dare you think I am that guy? Miss <laughs> me with that, like,
0: that copyright, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's they just do a really good job of taking something that's not fun and making it fun
0: yeah oh, just a thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable show and my winner for anime or sorry Ro- was a comedy comedy anime of the year there we go sorry i have mind blank real quick uh was love is war as well just a fantastic show in general uh loved everything about the show the characters are so funny uh the the cut co- like the volleyball episode was literally like one of my favorite comedy episodes of all time so big fan of love is war i'm glad to see the community also voted for it and to me in general it's just wonderful next up we have slice of life anime of the year let's get to our nominations next we have slice of life anime of the year your nominees are Fruits Basket My Roommate is a Cat stars. Helpful Fox Senko-san How Heavy are the Dumbbells You Lift Hitori Bochi These are your nominees for Slice of Life Anime of the Year All right, our nominees, we had Fruits Basket, My Roommate is a Cat, B-Stars, Helpful Fox senko Sun, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, and hitori Bochi. Now, in terms of Slice of Life for 2019, I thought it was absolutely stacked. I loved so many of these Slice of Life shows. Adam, what were your thoughts?
1: I watched half of these shows. Okay. Helpful Fox Fruits Basket how heavy are the dumbbells you lift which were my of my slice of life's were definitely my top 3 but two of them stood out more than the other one so it was a pretty easy decision for me on this one.
0: All right, let's get right into the community runner up. The community runner up for Slice of Life anime of the year went to B Stars. And I definitely could agree the slice of life elements that they enjoyed in the show were fantastic. Can't say more enough about how much I love B stars. So, props to the community for continuing to vote for B stars. It's definitely one of the best. Adam, you went with fruits baskets. So, what made this not your winner? Let's say, let's do that. Uh,
1: well, I, it's a show I had seen before, and the newer version, while good, is n- doesn't have that uh, what I the nostalgia I had for the first one. And there's one other show on this list that I quite literally could not wait for the moment that that episode came out so that I could watch it.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. And my winner, or sorry, my runner-up was How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. Just a thoroughly enjoyable show. I liked its slice-of-life elements a little bit more than its comedic elements, but it was literally one of the most fun shows I watched this year, so it gets my runner-up. Now for the winners... Of all the votes we had, this was the most lopsided win of any category. I think it was like 77% of all votes went to the winner. And that was Fruits Basket. Which I think makes sense because I think it was one of the best slice of... I think just in general, it's one of the best slice of life's ever made. So it makes sense why the community pretty much unanimously agreed that it was the winner. But Adam, your winner went to How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You lift?
1: Yeah, and it's because it's new for me. Like, fruits basket wasn't new. How heavy the dumbbells you lift was, yep. and it. While I wouldn't say, I think fruits basket overall is a better show. Like, I'm not everyone's gonna love how heavy are the dumbbells you lift, regardless of how funny and how like inspiring it can be at times. How great the music is. It's not going to be. It doesn't land in that caliber as fruits basket, but for me personally, I had a a blast with it. Every time it was coming out, I wanted to go to the gym. And if you can make me do something like work out and watch an episode in Japanese and then write again in English, like... You did something right, and I think it deserves props for that.
0: For sure, and something like this compared to Fruits Basket, maybe people don't like the dramatic elements of Fruits Basket and love the slice of life elements of Dumbbells. So that's just it's just a perspective on how people view anime. But for me, the, I think the clear winner was also Fruits Basket. I thought it was, man, the last like ten episodes were unbelievable. I think the show is just a delight. I'm really looking forward to the second season. I hope that, like I said before in like previous episodes, the rumor is that Fruits Basket is getting 63 episodes. So it's hopefully going to cover all of the manga. So I know we're getting a second season. So I'm just looking forward to watching more of this wonderful show. Next up, we have the biggest disappointment of the year. Let's see our nominees. Next we have the biggest disappointment not worst anime of the year your nominees are 7 deadly sins season 3 one punch man season 2 Kakaguri season 2 fairy gone a certain magical index season 3 Food Wars Season 4. These are your nominees for biggest disappointment of the year. Alright, so Disappointment Anime of the Year. We had Seven Deadly Sins Season 3, One Punch Man Season 2, Kakiguri Season 2, Fairy Gun, A Certain Magical Index Season 3, and Food Wars Season 4. So personally, I've seen... I saw all of these except for Index because I dropped season one of Index because I thought that show was terrible. But this year had a lot of disappointments. Uh, I don't know, really know what else to say. Adam, do you have any words before jumping into the winners?
1: Well, just pretty much when it comes to disappointments, the thing that I try to remember looking into it is it has to have a expectation that's let down, so couple of the shows that at least on this list i didn't go into with high hopes for either i didn't enjoy the first season like or second season like for you index season one i wasn't a big fan of the second season but uh or others so basically yeah you have to have like that fall off a drop in quality and yep. so like that's really where my answers come in or my choices come into it
0: for sure all right let's get into the community's runner-up for biggest disappointments they went with the Seven Deadly Sins Season 3, which is not a surprise. They switched studios to Studio Dean, and then Studio Dean started third-partying the artwork, so not even Studio Dean is doing all of the artwork, and it shows. Uh, personally, I put this show on hold after about three episodes. I just... the The quality just... It's not officially dropped yet, but the quality is just so poor compared to the other two seasons.
1: I mean, yeah, it's hideous at yeah. times it's I, un it's unacceptable at times and i think like i have more pretty much more to say on that later sure
0: adam you're running up with one punch man season two so i don't really have to ask this i mean this is a pretty like high like i don't know open-ended question but i guess what about this season was disappointing
1: well, I mean, it's really hard to live up to the first season of One Punch Man. It was so great. I have a my workout shirt, for those who haven't seen, like, on Twitter and stuff. The shirt that I wear is a One Punch Man Fitness Club shirt. I liked One Punch Man. But season two, it was boring. The animation wasn't as good. It didn't focus on our main characters. Like, I don't know. It, just, it, it wasn't up to the greatness that I had, except from one punch man
0: yeah it's pretty hard to live up to the expectation of one of the best shows of the decade yeah and i believe they also switched studios so just trying to recap and trying to reimagine what a previous studio did is really hard to do especially when it's one of the best ever so yeah
1: it's a 10 it's like for me it was like a nine or a 10 show dropping to like a six yep or a five it's just like it's not unwatchable and ter- like it's not shit but it's passable and when that's just not what i wanted from that's exactly what it is.
0: Is. it's a passable show from one of the all-time greatest shows of all time so really hard to just have such high ex- expectations and just be disappointed And my runner-up for Biggest Disappointment was also Seven Deadly Sins. I just couldn't stand the animations. It was so poor. And Studio Dean isn't... They're not the best studio, but they're not that bad. And the fact that they're outsourcing production for this show definitely shows. And it's just a real big disappointment from the last arc from season... What was it? I guess it's technically season two or three, but you know what I'm talking about. Into this season, just such a big drop that it was a big disappointment to me. Then let's go to the winners for the community. Biggest disappointment of the year. The community went with One Punch Man season two. Uh, Not really a surprise. I I think it's one of those things where it just had so much expectations and didn't live up to it. Adam, your biggest disappointment of the year went to Seven Deadly Sins.
1: Yeah, and so for me, it really came down to one of these shows you can watch, the other one, I think, is unwatchable. It, at times. It's so bad. It When when you have people posting pictures on, like, the internet and people are laughing, like, hey, it looks like a child drew that. Like, it's... And that was something you made people pay for? Yeah. Like... That, that makes me angry that that happened to a show. Wow, One Punch Man, it doesn't live up to the greatness that was the first season, but it's still a passable show, and that was really just the difference for me.
0: For sure. And, I I mean, it was my runner-up, so, like, I also was just severely disappointed by it. But my winner for Biggest's appointment went to God, and God was the PA original. They could have done so much that they want with it. And they bombed so hard. Uh, like I said before, it's an original by PA Works, which is a fantastic company. Or studio. They've made fantastic work. And how did they screw up this? Originally was going to be a 24-episonic show. And the first 12 episodes were so bad, they stopped. And stopped making the next one. So they could uh, essentially make a second season so they could have more time working on the, the last 12 episodes. So... I think it's kind of like an Ari thing where like it was normally planned for 24 episodes. It was so bad that then they cut it down to 12 so they can work on the next 12 and they know it's bad. And just the expectation of PA works is so high for me that they made this like absolute atrocity. Just to me just definitely made it stand out to be the worst or sorry the biggest disappointment of the year. Alright, so now we got the disappointment out of the way. Let's move into a fantastic and fun category, and that's Best Girl. Let's see what nominees we had. Next, we have Best Girl of the Year. Your nominees are... Nezuko, Kamado, Demon Slayer. Raftalia The Rising of the Shield Hero. Kaguya, Shinomiya, Love is War. Chika Fujiwara, Love is War. Maki Oze, Fire Force. Shinobu Kochu, Demon Slayer. Sakura Hibiki, How Heavy are the Dumbbells You Lift? Hitori Bochi, Hitori Bochi. Fumino Furashi We Never Learn. Miku, Nakano, Quintessential Quintuplets. These are your nominees for Best Girl of the Year. Alright, so the nominees from the community were Nezuko Kamado from Demon Slayer, Raftalia from The Rising of the Shield Hero, Kage Shinomiya from Love is War, Chika Fujiwara from Love is War, Maki Oze from Fire Force, Shinobu Kochu from Demon Slayer, Sakura Hibiki from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Hattori Bochi from Hatori Bochi, Fumino Fidurashi from We Never Learned. And Miku Nakano from Quintessential Quintuplets. Now, for like most seasons or most years for anime, it's pretty easy to pick a handful of best girls. And that's why we expanded it to 10 instead of 6 for the community vote. So, Adam, your thoughts on the girls of 2019.
1: You guys are all wrong about at least one of them. You missed out on one important character. I'm ashamed of all of you. No. No, this list is freaking huge. (laughs) There's so many great girls that you can't get them all on this list. Like, it was a stacked year.
0: Yep. Let's get to the runner-up for the community. And they went with Chika Fujiwara from Love is War. Uh, No surprise to me. Uh, Maybe. A lot of people like Kaguya. A lot of people like Chika. I'm a Chika guy.
1: I I haven't watched the show. But out of the character designs, I love Chika. She's adorable. Probably the dance probably has, like... 90 percent to do with it because i just want to freaking hug her in the middle of it but i don't know i think she was my favorite of the two
0: yeah i think the like the meme joke of this is that the boys choose chica and the men choose Kagua. and in that response i say that's dumb because chica's chica rocks so chica is the community winner for runner-up for best girl adam your runner-up went to clara from Welcome to Demon School, irma Yep. Now tell me what you thought about Clara.
1: She's a ball of joy that I just want to play with. There's, like, so for best girl, there is a, dis- a distinction between a waifu and a best girl. Yep. A best girl is, at least for me, there is. A waifu is someone that I guess you're more attracted to, like, sexually, whatever. A, a best girl is, like, the best female within a show, and Clara, for me, is just so fun. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, overtly sexual about her, even though she tries and wants to, like, be, like, sexualized by um, Irma, but she's just so cute and adorable, you just want to, like, play with her all day.
0: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) I think she's definitely my front runner for best girl for 2020 since this show is continuing.
1: Yeah, and I if if I could vote for her again in 2020, at least so far I would. Absolutely. I'll try, but uh, yeah, she's adorable. She's fun-loving. There's and she's I feel underrated. So I kind of wanted to just give her a shout-out because I don't know if that sh- show is getting the attention I feel it deserves because the characters in there are wonderful as a whole.
0: I agree that she's underrated. I just don't think enough people are watching the brilliance of that show. And for me, my runner-up. For the first time this episode, I believe, I went that with a girl that wasn't, or like a person that wasn't nominated, and I went with Marilina Vermillion from Black Clover. I, uh, she's just such a, she's such a badass. She just doesn't take shit from anybody, and it's just she's a bad bitch. That's the only way to put it. She, her this last arc of the Eye of the Midnight Sun in Black Clover has been. An absolute treat, and she was one of the main reasons why that arc is so great. I give a huge shout out to her. I give a huge shout out to Black Clover. I wish the first 45 episodes were better, then more people would watch the show, but she is such a great character, and she deserves my runner up. Now we will go to the winners. The community winner for Best Girl goes to Nezuko Kamado. I don't. This is, wasn't shocking to me at all. Nope. One of the most popular shows of the year goes, and one of the most popular characters from the most, one of the most popular shows gets the dub. So I have no issues with Nezuko. I just don't think she was in the show enough for me to pick her as a best girl, even though she was a fantastic character. Do you have any for thoughts me, on Nezuko?
1: Oh, I love her as a character. I think I think she's adorable. I think her like. Her silly faces, her transformations are cute. Obviously, I, I see the appeal. The, there's tons of people cosplaying her. It, it was kind of the expected one. So for me, I kind of just left her off that list because I knew she was going to get the recognition. Like, She's great, but I feel like these two, the two that I picked, weren't going to get the uh, credit deserved.
0: Understandable. But let's go with Adam's winner, and I think if you've been following along, it's no surprise. Yep. Adam, you went with Sakura Hibiki from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift.
1: Yep, she's me in female form, <laughs> and I'm awesome. So, no, But really, I think she's funny. I think the show is great. I, I love her determination, I, and like I said, I relate to her so much that it's it's hard for me to not vote for someone that I can see eye to eye with.
0: Sure, understandable. And for me, my winner for Best Girl, I went with Chika Fujiwara as well. I think the dynamic that she adds to Love is War is fantastic. She literally makes a few episodes in the show where she's not essentially the main focal point. And I absolutely love that about her. The Chika dance was just a part of why I love her. But like her volleyball episode, her detective Chika persona that she puts on, her rapping Chika persona that she puts on... She's just an overall fantastic character. And I think just the characters in general in Love and War are just wonderful. So props to Chica. You are my best girl of 2019. Next, we're going to move away from the girls and onto the boys. So let's check out the community's nominees for Best Boy. Next, Best Boy of the Year. Your nominees are... Tanjiro Kamado, Demon Slayer, Arataka Regan, Mob Cycle 100 Season 2, Shigo Mob Kageyama, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, Haji Kiyose, Run with the Wind, Senku, Dr. Stone, Norman, The Promised Neverland. Nafumi Iwatani, The Rising of the Shield Hero, Asklan, Finland Saga, Thorfin, Finland Saga, Wizard King Julius, Black Clover. These are your nominees for Best Boy of the Year. Alright, so the nominees, we had Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Regan from Mob Psycho, Mob from Mob Psycho, Haji Kiyose from Run with the Wind, Senku from Dr. Stone, Norman from The Promised Neverland, Nalfami from The Rising of the Shield Hero, Asklad from Vinland Saga, Thorfinn from Vinland Saga, and Wizard King Julius. So Adam, how did you view the boys of 2019?
1: The boys were just as stacked as best girl. And for me, it's so much easier to pick a best girl than a best boy. I don't know what that says about me, per se, but... uh, I felt like there were a lot of really good lead characters not not even only lead characters because some of these characters aren't even like the main characters of the show but uh, There was it was just a pretty stacked year for uh, best boys as well.
0: I agree. So let's get into the winners first up the runner-up from the community went to Asklad from Vinland Saga and As many people know the hype from Vinland Saga one of the best shows of the year Accompanied by one of the best characters from the show, so the community went with Osclod. Adam, you went with Tanjiro Kamado from Demon Slayer, so what about Tanjiro did you like?
1: I like that he his character has that, like, he's a, he's a kind, loving older brother, and as an older brother myself, like, me and my sister didn't get along quite as well as Tanjiro and Nezuko do, but like... I love my sister, and if anyone were to try to do them harm or anything were to do her harm, I'd do anything in the world to protect her, and I relate to Tanjiro in that regard. I also, like, I really love just the show as a whole and him as a lead character. I think he does a really good job, like, pushing the show forward with his determination. So, for me, he, he was one of the, he was my second best boy of the year.
0: Yeah, and I think most people would agree with that. My runner-up, I went with Wizard King Julius. As well, another runner up from Black Clover. Just the arc from the Eye of the Midnight Sun has been absolutely amazing. It's literally one of my favorite shonen arcs of all time. And his sacrifice and his story throughout the whole arc was unbelievable. He's just a great character in general. If somebody asked me if I could have like a power from any anime, I would pick Wizard King Julius. I love like his quirk or his grimoire from how they do it in that show is just wonderful how he controls time it's so smart and just how he interacts with everybody in the show and how he fight like his fighting style and everything throughout black clover was just a treat and i think in most years he'd be the winner but my winner i think is legit one of the best characters of all time and we'll get to that shortly so next up we have the winner for best boy and the community went with tanjiro kamado no surprise again just like nezuko one of the most popular characters from one of the most popular shows gets the dub so i don't know am are you surprised by this i know i'm not
1: i'm not i'm absolutely not surprised and that there's a reason he made my list it's because Tanjiro is he's a good character too he's not a a lot of protagonists are self-insert characters a lot of the times and he's not So I respect that he has a personality and that, you know, it's a great show. It makes sense that uh, the lead character of a great show would get uh, recognized.
0: Absolutely. All right, Adam, you went with, no surprise, Machio.
1: Machio, that's right. (laughs) Machio
0: from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. Now, what about Machio made him your best boy?
1: He's the epitome of what a man should be. He's kind, he's he's ripped to shreds, and he's freaking hilarious. The dude is, I, I love him. I love him. everything about that show. Like This, for me, I guess might sound like the How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift Awards. Yeah. Because, like, a few years ago, Crunchyroll was the My Hero Academia Awards. That's what this is for me. I love the show. I love Machio as a character pretty much because, like I said, he's he's a he's what i guess i would want to be as a man like he's tim or he's quiet and like you don't see you don't see a lot of potential in him but then like when he puts out no one can stop the dude's just jacked yeah and i kind of want to do that like in every aspect of my life like i might unassuming on the outside but like a burning passion inside
0: Mm mm-hmm I guess to me the only reason why like Machio wouldn't be on my radar, I view him more as a supporting character than a main character.
1: That's uh, for me. Best boy can be from anywhere.
0: I I it, like it's it's a, it's just a subjective. That's just like how I view Best Boy. Everybody else views Best Boy differently. So it's just different strokes for different folks. And I have no issue with Machio. Loves his character. Love the show. Love everything he added to the show. No complaints here. My winner for Best Boy of 2019 is Asklad from Vinland Saga. <laughs> I think he may be my favorite character ever. Everything about Asklad in Vinland Saga was amazing. His him going as a to a villain to an anti-hero to a I don't know, if you want to say martyr his whole story, his whole life, everything about Vinland Saga made him unbelievable. Uh which is really hard for me to say because Reagan is my favorite character and he didn't win. So it kind of says how much I love Oskarl. I have to think about it more if he's like my favorite all time, but he's either one or two. And please watch Vinland Saga. It's so good. He's that so he's like so good. Music. Dude, if you if you're a fan of, it's just an amazing story with amazing characters. So, Osclode gets my nod. My nod. He's amazing. I love everything about Vinland Saga. I love everything about Osclode. But we unfortunately we have to move on to the next category. I can't blush about Osclode all night, and that's the worst anime of the year. And I, this is one of. Maybe my funnest ca- like category that I was thinking of. Because there was a lot of bad anime this year. And I cannot wait to see what the community voted and what you voted. First we'll do the community. Worst anime of the year went to the Seven Deadly Sins. Which I believe that won the biggest disappointment. And was the runner up for worst anime of the year. So that just shows to you how much... The community did not like Seven Deadly Sins, and I have no problem with this being on the list.
1: Yeah, I respect that opinion. Like, like I said, i pretty sure I used the term unwatchable at times when I was describing it before. So yep. if a show is that bad for you, that you agree with me that it's unwatchable, then it probably should at least be nominated for Worst.
0: Adam, your runner-up for worst anime of the year went to Isekai Cheat Magician.
1: Yep. So, there were... That season, or that, like, Isekai block from that, that area was... There was some really average and bad shows in there. Yes. And Wise Man's Grandchild, I felt like, was this show, but done better. So this show, for me, was just, like... If I can't even enjoy it as much as a show I think I gave a 6. Then it for me it, I, I dropped it I think after like the third episode. I'm like I just can't do it. It's there's nothing here that I need to see.
0: How you say that because my runner up for worst anime of the year was Wise Man's Grandchild. <laughs> I like you said that isekai block that we had what was that spring of 2019? It might yeah. have been summer was just awful. Uh I hated everything about Wise Man's Grandchild. I hated the OP, which immediately set the tone for the show. Um, wh- I don't I I different strokes for different folks, yeah. but I hated the main character. Um, I the there's like a scene where like the girl's going to the bathroom and then the bidet hits her it was one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in anime. I hated everything about this show. And which says a lot because it's not even my worst anime of the year. But that whole block was just trash. Okay, so let's get to the winners of worst anime of the year. And I was a little, actually I was a lot surprised by the community's vote for worst anime of the year. And that was Fairy Gone. Oh, wow. I know. I I was shocked. Um, You haven't seen it, but I tend to lean it's one of the worst animes from this year. Just, I had as my biggest disappointment. It was just one of those things where it had so much hype and so much potential, and they just threw it in the garbage. And so, no, no, like, I can't argue. I'm actually, I'm just shocked that that many people voted for Fairy Gone. I'd, like, go back and double check and make sure I counted the votes right. I was like, Fairy Gone, really? But, yeah, the community went with Fairy Gone. Adam, your worst anime of 2019... Was demon lord retry
1: yep so uh, that was the same time period from the other shows we were talking about that one was a uh, for all the reasons you said you hated wise man's grandchild that was this one for me i didn't like the op i didn't like the characters <laughs> i in fact found some of the characters to be like so off-putting that they weren't even just bland i just strictly hated them there was like some princess fucking character in there oh my god, it was another one that I had to drop because it was making me angry that I was wasting my time with it.
0: This is also in consideration for me for one of the worst animes of the year. I also hated everything about this. The Literally, the only reason why I didn't pick this over Wise Man Grandchild, Wise Man Grandchild, I lasted three episodes. Demon Lord Retry, I lasted four. So <laughs> props to Demon Lord Retry for barely being a terrible sh- or better show than Wise Man's Grandchild.
2: But to
0: to bra- uh, <laughs> to branch off like what you said from runner up and also for this winner, my worst anime of the year was no surprise if you listen to the podcast was Ari Furetta. the worst fight in anime history. I only say that because this show was made in 2019. There's no excuse for you to have a high production show look like the fights were made on MS Paint. Uh the Edgelord main character was just a terrible, terrible character. How he literally changes who he is as a person in about four seconds. Just because he got his arm ripped off. And I hated the lolly vampire. And I didn't, I dropped it before the rabbit girl got introduced, but I saw like YouTube clips and my God, is she a terrible character? Uh, it, they literally added her so it would be a harem and add more etchy and fan service to it. And just, it's all these like elements that the show did not need. Uh, the Hydra fight was literally one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in anime history. I couldn't stand it. And it lasted two episodes, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should at least like YouTube the fight and see exactly what I'm talking about. So, Ari Furetta, from Commonplace to World's Strongest, you are my worst anime of the year.
1: I expected that from you, and I went back this weekend and watched all of it. And? I... I dropped it as well after the third episode when I originally set out and watched it. I hated everything you hated with that show. And by the end, I enjoyed the damn show. You are kicked <laughs> off the podcast.
0: You are, ki- are bad for... From- I'm not
1: saying it's a good show. I think it's still like a four. You're but isekai trash. You, I, I've already it, i already admitted <laughs> i isekai trash. All those things you said they didn't need were all the things... That made that show bearable. Oh. Like, the Lolly Vampire. Like, I don't like her as a character in any way. But I feel like of all the characters that he the make of the harem that he develops throughout this series, she is by far the best choice for that piece of crap guy. Uh. <laughs> he he'll, he'll they go to the point to at least be like, yo, I love her. I'm like, well. You did that m- faster than like ninety nine percent of every other anime protagonist out there. I'll give you that, man. The if- bunny, she is terrible. I don't like the bunny. I do like the mermaid girl though. The mermaid child is freaking cute as shit. Well, I
0: didn't. I didn't make it that far because the show is <laughs> garbage.
1: <laughs> the fight scenes still are deplorable. I love when he actually gets back and starts seeing his classmates and starts acting like a total tool. And they all start calling him out for it, including his teacher. Like, what the fuck happened to you, you piece of shit? And he like... He gets gritty. He puts, fucking murders one of the students with a freaking gun to the head. It's great. <laughs> like, it goes... It dives so far into the it's so bad, it becomes good territory for me.
0: I just If there's a character that I hate more than Kirito, that says a lot about the show. And this dude is kirito on crack i
1: oh that's definitely a good comparison kirito on crack i just hate
0: edgelord main characters
1: i i i guess for me i don't hate them this show again not a good show the animations are continued throughout the show with that stupid cgi crap but by the end it, go, it falls into that it's so bad I'm laughing and having a good time with this show now <laughs>
0: uh, uh, I guess maybe the next time you text me I'm just going to ignore that because I, 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 don't, I don't know what to think of you right now <laughs> alright well let's get away from the negative and how about the positives and we will end our show with anime of the year the runner up for community... Actually, first, before we get to that, I just want to say... I thought 2019 was... For me, the best year of anime. In terms of overall. I scored five shows a 10 out of 10. Uh, before that, I think my highest was like 2 or 3. I think it was... A lot of... Other than Isekai, I think we had a top... Top tier... A show for each category. And I'm very happy with 2019. Adam, do you have any thoughts of your 2019 journey?
1: Well, I, I pretty much agree with you 100%. This, I don't have as many 10s as you did. I feel like all of the 10s were ones that I just was like missed for one reason or another. But I still felt, even without all those 10s, this season or 2019 was a stacked year. Again, even some of the isekais i talked about having fun with aren't good shows yep so like there are really bottom of the bottom dumpster fires in 2019 as well but you're gonna get that every year it's just unfortunate that happened in all in one genre it felt like
0: all right so let's see what the community thought of 2019 your community 2019 runner-up anime of the year goes to Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. And I also agree with this. It was one of my five 10 out of 10 shows. No complaints. I It's one of Mob Psycho in general's in my top 10 of all time and could not agree more. Adam, your runner-up for anime of the year goes to The Rising of the Shield Hero. Now, what about Rising of the Shield Hero stood out from all the other shows of 2019
1: first it was like one of my favorite shows of my favorite genres like I love isekai I love action like we said I'm isekai trash Yep. so I love like I love the genres as is but I love now for I love Raftalia. I love philo I love the adventure they go on I like the arcs they go through I don't like some of the side characters, which might be the one reason that it's not my number one. But, like, everything about this show was aimed for people like me.
0: Could not agree more with that statement. And for me, like I said before, five ten out of ten shows. But for really, I had two top two shows that entered in my top ten of all time. And I went back and forth for six weeks, probably. About was number one and number two. So my runner up for anime of the year is Vinland Saga. I think it's an absolute masterpiece. The story, the characters, the music, the action. I think Wit Studio did an amazing job on this. All I know is I want more. And I believe that if you're a fan of like the sign-in genre... You will love Vinland Saga, but fortunately, it gets my runner-up. Now, to the Anime of the Year winner from the community goes to Vinland Saga. And And I I 100% agree. It was neck and neck with my winner. I cannot say... More good things about Vinland Saga, so check it out. There's a reason why it's nominated for Anime of the Year and like, every single person's Anime of the Year. Adam, your winner for Anime of the Year goes to Demon Slayer. Tell me about yep. Demon Slayer and why it was your number one choice.
1: So, first watching the show, the animations are, especially with, like, the sword techniques, I think are freaking beautiful. Like that change in art style they did. So that's one thing that stuck out to me. The music is great. And like we said for during the character sections, great they have great characters. But most of all, it kind of gave me a nostalgic feel of anime watching anime back in the nineties that I haven't had in a long time. Yep. Demon Slayer, though very, very different in some regards, reminds me a lot of Inuyasha, which was one of my favorite shows growing up. And so combining the nostalgia feels with just the quality that the show had, there wasn't another series that I had more fun with as much as I loved shield hero and as many like awards as I gave to how heavy are the dumbbells you lift. I feel like this stands out above all of those for as an entire package.
0: For sure. I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't have dumbbells, at least in your runner up. But, I, I mean, I can't... Demon Slayer was also one of my five shows that I gave a 10 out of 10 this year. I think it's... If it continues, it's going to be a shonen staple for the next couple years. I think people are going to look back and see how great this show is. And I think it's going to be like an all-time classic when it's all said and done. As long as it continues getting more episodes. For me, my winner for Anime of the Year. It had the best animation I thought of any show. It had one of, if not the best episode itself from this year. The music was amazing. The characters are, they have so many amazing characters in the show. And my winner for Anime of the Year goes to Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Love it. Can't say it, it was so close between this and Vinland Saga. I had such a hard time. But I just think everything about Mob Psycho the first season, kind of like the anti-One Punch Man, season 2 did so much better. And I think I gave season 1 like a 9. And I I just love Mob Psycho 100. Everything about it, Reagan, uh the workout club, Mob, his brother, all the supporting characters, the villain, are all just top tier talent. And it made the show such an enjoyable watch. And to me, made it my top anime of 2019. Now that is going to wrap up our anime of the year 2019. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened. And Adam would like to hand it over. I'm going to hand it over to Adam and he's going to talk about our giveaway.
1: All right. So because we're coming up at the end of the year wrapping up the 2019 Anime Awards. I wanted to do something for the community for sticking with us through everything, whether that be me being late to episodes, so we have to push them back a day or that being audio issues or just like learning the ropes of how this whole podcasting thing goes. We wanted to, I wanted to thank all of you for just you know sticking with us through that time. So I went out and I got a collector's edition of a silent voice and i want to give it away to someone in the community so what we're going to do for this is over the next month on the on our videos we want you to post your comment about the video itself so in this one comment your favorite anime of the year or a favorite character whatever you want to put give an anime recommendation that you want everyone to watch and we're going to go through the comments section and we're going to use a randomizer to pick, a, pick one of the comments and we're going to send them this limited edition, a silent voice uh, Blu-ray. So it's for North America. So unfortunately you have to be in North America for us to do this giveaway. But uh, besides that, like I said, this is just a thank you to you guys for sticking with it. And if you could just take the time, leave a comment, leave a like on the video and share it, it would mean the world to us so that we can get as much feedback as possible to help improve the podcast as a whole it'd be greatly appreciated but with that yeah just leave a comment below to be entered pete
0: yeah just want to say i know we're on multiple platforms so i'm sorry if you're listening to this on spotify or itunes it's just easier for us if we do it this way so if you have a youtube account just we're just what do you say anime on youtube pretty easy to find leave a comment it's that simple and that way it's just easier for us to randomize it. We can get rid of spam, that type of thing. So, And just a thank you for so much for listening to our podcast. And we couldn't be here without the support and the listeners like you. So thanks again. So that wraps up everything. I hope you enjoyed some of our takes. And I'm looking forward to continuing this hopefully next year for the 2020 Anime Awards. And then until then, we'll see you next time.
1: Have a good one.